Hello everyone, welcome back to the Females in Motorsport podcast. This is your host Manvi and I am currently sitting in my hotel room in Miami because I just got back from my first ever Grand Prix. Now I have a lot to say about this weekend but overall I think it will probably go down as one of my favorite weekends of my life. It was such an impromptu trip. First of all, I literally booked my flights on Thursday afternoon that I was going to come on Friday morning at 6am. So it was very last minute and it was all thanks to the founder of Emails and Motorsport, Helena Hicks. She was my emotional sponsor this entire weekend and she definitely babysat me through my first F1 weekend. Without her, I probably would not have known about half the things going on here. But um, wow, what an insane weekend. I will say that I know I've been a little bit critical of the Miami Grand Prix in the past, but this weekend, I think probably made up for a lot of it. First of all, I have to say it was very, very well organized. I've seen a lot of horror stories on TikTok about the Monza Grand Prix and even Imola and a lot many others where people are always complaining about the long lines and things like that the miami grand prix was very very well organized at least from what i was expecting there were shuttle buses to take you from various points in the city and they would take you either to a train station or to a rideshare point even when you got there the shuttle dropped you off right at the gate And there were really no waiting lines at the gate. Even the food, like the lines were not that long, maybe like five, 10 minutes each. Um, I will say though that I guess the stadium was not as packed as people are saying. Like I know there's a lot of stuff happening in the press about how the entire stadium was sold out. Well, if you went on StubHub like I did a day before the Grand Prix, there were still thousands of tickets unsold because the tickets were just so overpriced that nobody wanted to buy them so there's also that whole shebang so maybe it was just a little bit less crowded but overall I think it was very very well organized so huge shout out to the organization team at F1 Miami because they did a great job if I had to give this an overall rating I would give it a solid 7 out of 10 I would say 7 because there were a few things that happened this weekend which kind of like tipped the scales a little bit starting with safety now this is my personal experience and I just want to caveat that by saying that overall it was fine I don't think I there was any point where I felt truly truly unsafe the entire weekend but yes I definitely was seeing some cat calling some ogling so there was definitely discomfort which left a very sour taste in my mouth also whenever all these incidents happened there was no security around So that made it a lot harder. I will say that I did generally see a lot of security. And if there were any questions or anything that I had the entire weekend, like I could go up to someone and ask and I got a solid response, except this one time where someone told us that we were going in the right direction for the shuttle buses when you were not. But but without that, it was generally a seamless weekend from that perspective. But yes, there were definitely a couple of instances where we saw some like verbal assault happening on the streets and on the racetrack. That was not fun to see. So that was a little bit disappointing. And I think that's this is something that we've seen at a lot of racetracks women complaining about. And I'm surprised that F1 has not taken any serious measures 
about creating a better environment for women, especially when they're going to races alone. It's anyway a little bit daunting to be at any place by yourself, especially in F1 race weekend. And then on top of that, if you have to feel unsafe about, you know, wherever you're walking around and so many groups of men are just looking at you and it's just, it's not fun. So that was not great. The other thing I will say was, it was a little bit strange to me that the food and the drink prices were a little bit different the entire weekend. Like, the, the first day we were at the South Beach Grandstand and I got a drink which was a single, like a regular margarita. And I think I paid about $18, $19. And then the second and third day, I paid about $12 for a double margarita. So I don't know. I think maybe the one that I went to on Friday was a sponsored one, which is why it was more expensive. But that was in the beach campus area, which was my least favorite of all the areas that I explored. My favorite was definitely the one that I was on around race day, which was around turn eight. There was a lot of amazing food options there, a lot of great drinks. Um, even the views were fantastic. Like I was in, we were in GA in general admission on Sunday and the proximity to the track was insane like i would say i was about maybe 100 150 feet away from the action and you could see all the cars very clearly i think it's probably made the seven out of ten a little bit more reasonable is that i think in general the ga sections were not very well placed and that is to say there weren't any screens in front of most of the GA viewing platforms. There weren't that many viewing platforms to begin with. I think there were only like four or five in the entire campus. And they were also very small. If you managed to get on them, they were great. I was on one of them sponsored by Heineken for the driver's parade. And it was fantastic. It had a few monitors and you could see everything very, very clearly. The proximity to the track was, again, amazing. So it was great from that perspective if you manage to get there on time. But if you miss it, there's just very, very few places that you can actually see any of the action. You just don't know what you're going to get. So from that regard, it's a little bit um, not that convenient. Also, I will say even in the GA section that we were standing at for the race, it was a really great view. And we had a decent-ish view of the screen but it was just like there were no speakers so you couldn't really hear anything you couldn't hear the commentary i had to turn on my f1 tv app to get the commentary but the f1 tv app was a little bit delayed with the broadcast with what was happening in front and then my friend turned on live timing on the f1 app and that was again not totally in sync with what was actually happening so it was all a little bit confusing which kind of uh, kind of ruined the fun but Overall, like, I still will say that the view is still good. So, you know, as long if you that's what you care about, the proximity to the cars and just seeing what's happening, then that's great for you. But honestly, I think they just need to place them a little bit more around the campus. There were literally no GA sections around turn one. And there were just a lot of hospitality sections. And this is something I think that's very common in American races in general and probably Monaco. But there's a lot of hospitality suites and a lot of VIP sections. There's not just the one F1 paddock club. There's a lot of other sections. There's a lot of brand sponsored ones. There's a lot of just like random like 
raised viewing platforms which cost thousands of dollars for one day and honestly when i looked across there weren't that many people which makes me think that they're just really expensive and they just price themselves out and it would have probably been put to a much better use if they gave that space to a ga area because there were so many people i could see in ga just walking around the entire race because that's all they could do they literally could not see the race so might as well just walk around and enjoy the campus i guess so that was kind of annoying if i if i could go back i'd probably i don't want to say i wouldn't watch the race from ga because i still really really enjoyed it but for someone who who who's it's not the first race because i think for me at the reason i enjoyed it so much because it was my first ever grand prix in person but i think for someone who's more seasoned they could have probably enjoyed the race better at home than being in ga i really enjoyed my views from the grandstands i really enjoyed that we had monitors and everything so the grandstands were fantastic very well placed very good for the action could see the screens perfectly well for ga you really couldn't see anything until you managed to find a good spot which was really really hard to find thankfully the people were really nice people who were helping us out and telling us where we could go and there was a lot of staff around to show us the right way but you know it's just it wasn't the best way to lay it out on friday and saturday we did have grandstand seats and on saturday we had tickets near the family grandstand i do not know why this grandstand is called the family grandstand but anyway i digress that was really great spot we were we could we could see the cars on the on the straight and it was really fantastic to see the car especially on quali day just go so quickly right in front of you and we had a screen right in front of us as well so we could see the live lap times the commentary everything was top notch from that perspective so i definitely recommend choosing a grandstand with ga the only thing is you can never guarantee a good spot i think i got lucky and i was also again i had a great emotional sponsor with me on this day ali weeland so for that i will say like because i had her i was able to get a good spot because she's definitely more of a seasoned gp attendee than i am so that was great but other than that it's a little bit hard to guarantee a good spot especially at the miami grand prix that doesn't have that many viewing platforms so i will say that if you are able to afford it even though i again don't know if it's actually worth it because it is so expensive to attend one of these races now um but if you are able to afford it then i definitely would recommend a grandstand another thing i recommend is if you guys are splurging and you know going to these races maybe try to get different tickets for each day so on the first day on friday we had tickets in the south beach grandstand which ha- give us a really really good view of turn 13 i want to say and the second day we had um tickets in the family grandstand we were straight right in front of it and then for um race day i was in ga but i got a great view of turn 8 so it was really nice to have all these different views of the track instead of just having one track the entire weekend i highly recommend that it kind of gives you a really good aerial overview of the breadth of the track i do have to say that the ticket prices at the miami grand prix are exorbitant i mean i saw so many people struggle to sell the tickets because obviously the race promoters bought the tickets from formula 1 but they were just not able to sell them because they were so expensive and i heard from a couple of people that that they bought tickets at these insane prices 
and then the promoters slashed the prices like and then that way they actually lost money so overall it's just a bit of a mess i will say i remember that i've also seen this stat from tony cohen brown who's mentioned that 95% of fans will literally never get to go to a race because of how expensive it is and it's just so confusing to me why that is because f1 is not the only motorsport out there and i think f1 has marketed this very well that it is a very expensive exclusive sport and i think it's interesting because it's not like other race series are not expensive but just given how much more they charge at a formula 1 race versus any other race is just a whole like marketing player to me and it's just i think we it's f1 is going to start losing fans if they don't stop charging these crazy prices because honestly like there were a lot of people saying that the stands are sold out but then there was also press that tickets were 40% off at one point because people were just not buying the tickets and f1 does not want empty grandstands i saw some grandstands from where i was standing on sunday at the race and i saw some empty grandstands i saw some empty blue seats and it's really disappointing to see that because you don't want to see you know somebody else could have been there if you had just kept the prices a little bit more affordable so it's really a letdown you know you really it should not be such a task it should not be such an ordeal to be able to get to see a race you know something you're so passionate about that you have to you know extend yourself too much and people have saved and spent all their money and you know come to these races and uh you know that's just i don't think that's how it should be also on top of that it's not it's not a great track look at this race for example no safety car no yellow flags no red flags there was some overtaking to be fair like max obviously did a phenomenal job like always he really went from like p9 to p1 which is amazing there were some really great overtakes by a couple of other drivers as well but i don't think it was as exciting as a race as it could have been given how jumbled up the starting grid was with the whole quali shall crashing this could have been a phenomenal race to watch given if there was like wet conditions or anything really exciting happened but nothing really happened to be honest like i was a little bit surprised that we didn't have a surprise winner or a surprise podium so again i just think you know given that it's a quote unquote street track it could be more exciting i am obviously not a track engineer i don't know how these things work but it's just I will I've said this before and I'll say it again it's not my favorite but I think for Miami if you really want the vibes it will serve the vibes you come here it's a whole different community like the music is always blasting the people are just so excited as margaritas everywhere so it's a really great vibe it's a really good atmosphere you really get to enjoy the motorsport community as a whole but is it the best race in my experience no but also this is my first grand prix so what does my experience really mean so take that with a grain of salt on all three days i will say i ended up spending over like 6 to 8 hours on the race campus and there was never a point where i felt like i was bored and nothing else to do from my friends who have been to grand prix before they didn't think the f1 fan zone was that exciting this time around 
but even with that i feel like i always had something to do there's always a new area to explore on saturday and sunday we also had the porsche carrera cup north america happening so that was kind of like the support race for the weekend which was also really fun to see sabre cook who was a w series driver last year was actually driving for kelly moss this season and i got to see her race and she was phenomenal especially on saturday she made up i, w- I want to say 10 places in the race which was insane it was such an amazing sight to see her being the only female driver on the grid and do so fantastically well amazing amazing addition amazing bonus i would say to the entire weekend guys something actually i have to say and i have to give another huge shout out to the f1 miami grand prix organization committee is that they had these amazing portable charging stations So at these stations, you could basically just get a portable charger. They were all already charged. You can just plug them in your phone, keep them all day, and then return them at the end of the day. And they're totally free. If you don't return them, there's obviously, I think, a $40 charge or something like that. But I think this was such a great touch. There were also so many of these. There was never a point where you were running out of the charging stations. I will. I was creating a lot of content for females in motorsport, so my phone was running out of battery the entire time. So this was a godsend for me. This was very, very much needed for me, and I will say it was again very, very easy to get it, very easy to return, fantastic touch. And I don't know if this is at any other Grand Prix, but if it's not, I highly recommend any other organization committee listening to this that you guys get this. This was amazing. It really helped my entire weekend. Also, if you're looking for people to take videos and photos, this is the way to do it. Because honestly, if my phone died and I didn't have a charger, I wouldn't be able to create any of the content that I actually did for females on Motorsport. So there you go. One of my favorite parts about the entire race weekend was that there was there was a lot of support for almost every driver there. It was there was definitely a lot of support for Chaco. I think he was like the big winner uh in terms of support as well as well as logan Sargent. again a lot of support for him there were some boos for max verstappen but i think that was probably coming from the Chaco fans but overall there was a lot of support for everyone like even during the driver's parade and even during quali people were cheering for literally everybody so that was nice to see and i think just because this was my first experience, it was kind of nice to have that community of people who, you know, have the same kind of passion for Formula One like you do. For me, I don't have a lot of close friends who are into Formula One as much as I've been trying very, very hard to get them into the sport. They're not that into it. So it's really not that fun to watch F1 with them. I mean, I'm very happy that they choose to spend that kind of time with me, but it's I mean, it's not that fun. So it was really nice to be around people who are as passionate about the sport. This was, like I said, my first ever F1 focused trip. So I feel like I got to meet so many amazing F1 female content creators, podcast hosts, people who are passionate about females in motorsport, even a couple of female drivers, and even a couple of amazing women who are working in the paddock and some brands. So I think it was just a very, very wholesome experience overall. But I'm I'm also going to say that with a caveat that it's because I have such an amazing platform like Females in Motorsport to be able to have those experiences and those opportunities. But as a regular female fangoer, I don't know how much I could have or would have enjoyed it the same. But I will say that 
it is really really nice to see the f1 content creation game growing so nice to see that the entire face of the sport is changing so quickly and to be honest there's a lot of women behind that there's a lot of women driving that and i think teams are finally starting to see that f1 is finally starting to see that and i think now they're willing to have these amazing women tell their stories narrate the stories from their point of view and i think it's just going to benefit them and i just hope that you know this keeps going and we just keep accepting newer more communities more more communities more diverse communities more women more all kinds of people we just need more diversity in the sport and i just hope it continues to grow it doesn't diminish and yeah i just i can't wait for my next race now i'm probably not going to go to any other race until austin although i did not think i'm going to go to miami so you never know but i'm not planning to go to any other race until austin so we'll see i do have some really exciting stuff coming up with a couple of other series so definitely stay on top of the females in motorsport instagram channel and tiktok channel you'll see me there making some amazing content hopefully amazing content for some of the other teams that i'm working with some of the other series that i'm working with so definitely stay tuned and if you guys have any questions about the Miami Grand Prix about my experience definitely feel free to send us a dm on females in motorsports instagram channels and i will get back to you personally thanks guys thank you so much for listening and